What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by FMF. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with us on the line, a very special guest. What some, some call him the pineapple. I know him best as Brian Medeiros. Brian, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing good, man. How are you? Hey, not too and too bad. It's it's a Thursday evening here in Winnipeg. Nice and uh, beautiful sunny day. But I guess you're pretty much used to that being from uh, being living in Southern California. Um, like I, I got to ask, how were the stop stop stopwatch nationals today? Uh, something that's uh, almost like an annual annual pilgrimage uh, every single year, where everyone uh, heads off to uh, the different Southern California um, riding spots where they they do unbelievable prep jobs but uh yeah it, that, that's where all the, the pros come out there's nowhere to hide and the stopwatches are out oh yeah i mean uh today was actually pretty good they uh they dug the track pretty deep and threw some water down which uh helped help keep the track moist for the most part and uh it was about 90 degrees today so it was surprisingly track was surprisingly good for a while so it was good but Every factory team was out there, so definitely, definitely a good time to go practice and see where you're at. Absolutely, and for those who don't know, uh, the two of us uh, became most familiar with each other just this last uh, January, February, where I was staying with Dennis Stapleton at Stapo MX, um, where uh, you, you reside, where uh, you, you work on bikes, you, uh, you you train riders, you do you do a lot for Stapo MX. So uh, before, maybe before we get into uh, your nationals effort, maybe talk a little bit about uh, your involvement with Stapo MX and as well as uh, why we often see you gracing the pages of Motocross Action Magazine. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I've lived with uh, Stapo now for about four, four years, I want to say. And uh, yeah, just from being around and... Uh, Learning, learning how to work on bikes from different spots. Uh, try to try to chip in as much as I can. Uh, help out the program that we've got going on here. 
Well, there you go. And, uh, and, and you definitely uh, lend a helping hand whenever you can. Lord knows that uh, Stapo needs it. Um, but uh, on top of that, also able to hone your own craft and, uh, and your, your sights set on becoming an established professional racer and, and one from a, from a state that uh, maybe we don't know too many like, top flight pros have come from. Um, most people would, would uh, imagine that you're from Southern California, but that's not true. No, actually, uh, born and raised on the island of Kauai, uh, in the state of Hawaii, and uh, lived there till I was about 18 years old, and uh, I remember it was funny, uh, sitting at the desk with my mom and dad back home, about to sign my college papers, and I'm like, man, I can't do this, I need to give this motocross thing a shot, at least for one year, and they're like, alright, you got one year, here's 500 bucks figure it out if you want to make it figure it out on your own kind of so luckily you know they they've always raised me to be a hard worker and never give up and uh, of course they still supported me over that one year and, and uh, that one year turned into four so far and uh, finally achieved the goal uh, this past year uh, getting my pro license so out, outdoor license I should say so, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then I uh, lined up for my first national at Washougal last year. Kind of, it was kind of like a load up the bike in the van and let's go see where we're at and ended up qualifying. So that was pretty cool. Super cool experience. Um, I think I got like 30th overall or something. So not great, but glad to have qualified for sure at my first national. There you go. There are plenty of guys who do show up and don't even make the fast forty, um, and you're well on your way. Starting with only uh, five hundred bucks in your jeans, you land yourself in Southern California, befriend a guy like Dennis Stapleton, who's extremely well connected and uh, just a hardworking guy within the sport. Loves the sport of motocross, um, so you've really like kind of plugged yourself in to put as much time on two wheels as possible. I think you do exactly that. And I think uh, it's uh, one of your strongest points is the fact that you put a lot of time on different motorcycles, whether it be uh, um, the different uh, shootouts and then the product tests and uh, uh, the, the odd uh, super mini test that happens every once in a while because you are a pretty small guy. <laughs> but uh, um, like uh, eventually you've got to pick a motorcycle and uh, and you'll be riding uh, coast to coast on uh, some, some YZF, 250s um why choose that motorcycle and uh, and tell us a little bit about how your program team came together um i i chose it because uh it's a pretty good bike out of the box uh, it's fast i really like the suspension i gel with the bike pretty well and uh, i've actually had uh, a guy help me out with bikes this year uh pasha racing um he told me the deal was if I made a national last year that he would help me out with a bike. So I went to Washougal, got the job done, and then uh, he provided me with a bike. And then uh, testing with motocross action, we were able to uh, build a project bike out of it. So I could I could have a good good bike on myself for this upcoming season. Well, there you go, and 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 you're a guy who also knows how to work on bikes. I think there's a there's a lot of privateers in your situation that maybe not have as much uh, knowledge and the ability to uh, to really maximize uh, that situation that you're in. Um, what what's different about uh, the way you approach racing than, uh, than maybe some of the other guys that are in a similar situation that you are? 
Um, for me, I think racing, racing is still fun to me. And a lot of people view it as their job or whatever, but I like to do other things. I like to work on bikes, you know, learn, learn mechanical, how the mechanics work of it. And then, uh, eventually you can't race forever. So eventually when it's time to hang up the boots, I got that knowledge in my brain and hopefully can apply it to stay in the industry, you know? And, uh, yeah, I mean pretty much it absolutely well it's good it's good to, to know how to be uh pretty handy along the or on the garage it definitely helps when you're on the road and, and you will the i from my, from what i understand your plan is to go coast to coast and go 12 rounds with this series correct yes yeah that's that's the plan so uh that being said you need a lot of support to do something like that you must have uh, in addition to uh Pasha racing uh which is a, a, a kind of a southern california staple as far as race uh, motocross racing goes there must have some other sponsors that have come up and uh and offered you uh um uh, different like contingencies and 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 some some uh reimbursement for uh for running some some logos or some some product or what have you what what kind of uh, sponsor do you have yeah, for sure. Uh, this year, I've been lucky enough to get uh, a local company back home. Uh, one of my buddies, he comes over and uh, and rides every so often. Uh, he owns an electric company, Kauai Energy, back home. He uh, he helped me out with uh, seven rounds of race entry this season, which was super rad. And then uh, also have my buddy Daryl from back home as well uh, with the bin racing. He's a mechanic as well. Uh, he helped me out with two entries this year. So, yeah, I've just been super grateful for the sport I've gotten this year. And the bike that I have now is a lot better than the one I raced last year. Not saying the one I raced last year wasn't good, but th- this one's a lot better. I feel more comfortable. It's got more power. And, yeah, it's everything's falling into place pretty early in the year, and which made my uh, eight-week boot camp that I did um, sort of a breeze and stress-free, which, you know, coming into the season, everyone's kind of scrambling and just getting done with Supercross, but I've been ready to go for the past two months now. <laughs> yeah, you have, absolutely. So, like, let, let's clue into um, what a boot camp like that can, can, is comprised of. Uh, what, what types of uh, exercises were you throwing yourself through? Uh, what kind of like physical condition are you in right now and and how can you can i tell that you've had some marked improvement in your fitness obviously you knew where you started where are you at now yeah i mean what before the program started i kind of picked out my weak points and knew what i needed to work on and then uh, i set set a baseline you know did did two 30 minute motos and kind of watched the lap times and see where they went where i felt like I needed to improve and then uh kind of translated that over to my to my gym exercises and uh working on a lot of uh circuit training and uh a lot of cardiovascular stuff with uh cycling and uh, I definitely felt a huge improvement the first two weeks were were the hardest but once once I got it going it was it was sort of got better and better as I went each week and now it's like uh, two thirty minutes plus two laps is really no problem. 
Well, there you go. And uh, and holding on to the motorcycle is kind of the uh, maybe the biggest hurdle of approaching the outdoor <laughs> nationals. It's uh, it, it's a grueling series, and and you're going to be doing so uh, on the road. Uh, what what kind of transport are you looking at? Um, and have you kind of mapped out your summer as far as uh, who you might link up with along the way? And uh, I come to also understand that you've uh, you've acquired a furry friend to accompany you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, it's me and my dog, van life. Uh, we're just winging it. No, but uh, I got some buddies back east. Uh, they invited me to come stay at their house and then uh, also probably go and check out Matt Walker's place, uh, get a little riding done down there, and then uh, just just kind of see where the road takes us. I mean, it should be a fun summer. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've dreamt of this since I was five years old, so... It's time to go and uh, go and live it, you know. For sure, and and I'm sure there's a few people out there that have uh, that look, look at your motorcycle and see something rather familiar. That's something we haven't seen in quite some time. The the 934, obviously made most famous by uh, David Villeman, but you have a different reason for running it. Yeah, I mean, um, back home where we've uh, when I was growing up, we we only had a really limited amount of riders and uh i remember my uncle troy used to run that 934 on his yamaha so uh i've always ever since i've been on yamaha's i'm i was like okay i'm gonna run 934 as uh as my first pro national number and then uh hopefully cut that thing down to 93 or something at the end of the year yeah, absolutely. If you find yourself in the points more often than not, definitely uh, have a chance at a national number and, and drop in that. But the 934 does look good, especially on the back of uh, that brand new FXR gear, which you've uh, recently switched to because last time I saw you, you were head to toe in a different brand. Yeah, I mean, Andy White and everyone over there at FXR was so cool to me. And um, I was out riding one day at Cahia. Uh, I think I was <laughs> testing the chad reed bike that we built for motocross action and uh andy was like oh. i didn't know really who he was and he was like hey man i like your gear i was in fxr gear i was like oh cool thanks man i really like it too not knowing he was the brand manager and then after that we just hit it off he's like yeah, just let me know what you need and uh yeah we'll, we'll get you hooked up so i'm super grateful to have a, a gear sponsor this year and um yeah, the gear is super comfortable. I love it. Really well vented, so heat shouldn't be an issue uh, on the uh, East Coast rounds for sure. Oh, for sure. It's a good thing you had some nice things to say uh, when Andy uh, came up to you, unbeknownst to you. Uh, like uh, you're well, you you know quite a bit about um, gear and, and how good gear is made. It's it's a damn good thing you had uh, some good things to say. Otherwise, uh, that, that 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 exchange might not have gone as well. <laughs> no, you know, I always always try to pick pick the good out of out of everything we get to test because you know I'm super grateful for the opportunity that every time motocross action needs needs someone to do photos or videos, I'm I'm their guy. So super grateful for that. And uh this year they've also helped me in my preseason as well with uh, providing me a Yamaha four fifty to do uh motos on. So uh yeah, for about two months, I just worked on 30-minute motos on that thing. And then when I got back on my 250, I'm like, man, this is a cakewalk. No kidding. 
And you do send it on that 450, my friend. You're a small guy, as we alluded to earlier. Um, and like the, like the, the command you have over that motorcycle is really something to, to uh, kind of stand back and watch. Um, where do you come to your, your riding style? Who do you kind of mo- model your, your riding after? Uh, or is it, is it 100% your own? Um, I, I try to be as, as smooth as possible, you know, kind of like a Christian Craig, uh, feet on the pegs. Obviously we're, we're a little different in stature, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, he just makes it look so easy. I, I like, I like that style and it takes less energy. And then sometimes when I get out of control, I know I go a little J Mart, but you know, it's all good. Fair enough. Well, uh, we definitely do wish you uh, the best on the road. And, and I, I know you just got back from the Stopwash Nationals, so there's definitely some maintenance that needs to be done, some some bike washing <laughs> for sure. Um, but uh, I know you got a ton of great sponsors, man. I give you an opportunity to run those down for us, and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll let you get get on your way, get with get with the rest of your evening. And uh, I think what we uh, what we should do is uh, after every every round or every couple of rounds or so, get a little bit of an update from you to see how. Uh, uh, life on the road is going with you and Enzo. Yeah, for sure. I, I'd love to do that. And, um, yeah, I just like to thank, uh, first of all, posture racing, um, providing me with a bike, uh, motocross action magazine, obviously helped me get all the parts, um, pro circuit, Mitch and bones and Jordan, all those guys over there. They're actually helping me out today, getting my race bike all dialed in suspension to where, where I like it. So, uh, can't thank those guys enough. And uh, also FXR, keeping me looking fresh, uh, 60 helmets, uh, Scott Gowles, uh dedicated ride co, works connection, TM designs, uh, Staple MX, Dennis Stapleton, junior and senior. Yeah, senior. Uh, they both helped me out a lot. And, um, yeah, just Kawhi Energy, um, they've been racing everyone back home, my mom and dad, for their continuous support um you know when when times get tough they're always there to pick me back up and say you know remember why you moved there and remember the goals and stuff and uh yeah anyone else i forgot thank you so much and appreciate it awesome man well uh we really do uh, appreciate you get taking our call on a busy uh thursday evening and uh hope wish you the best of luck going forward uh we'll definitely see you at millville and not too sure whichever other rounds we'll be able to get to this year uh hopefully getting to uh glen helen but we're gonna that's up in the air right now but uh yeah best of luck uh, going forward my friend don't hang up just yet but for podcast sake we're gonna cut it off right there sweet thank you